Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. In this podcast, we talk with business owners, educators, and professionals about the benefits, skills, and related experiences of the home improvement business. Tips to help you with being successful from entry into the trades or established business owners. In this podcast, we hope to influence some young adults that the trades as a career is a great option leading to full and prosperous life. I'm Danny Torres, an MC, DJ, and podcaster, inspiring young adults by shining light onto career opportunities in our world today. And I'm Jeff Mudd, home improvement contractor, writer of the Millionaire Carpenter series, and podcaster. Stay tuned to 15 to 20 minutes of insightful tips. Happy days, everyone. This is DJ Danny, and we are here on the tradespodcast.com. I'm sitting here with Jeff Mudd. Good morning, Danny. What's up, Jeff Mudd? And we have our wonderful guest here today. We have John Peak with Peak Brothers Painting. John, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Danny. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, come on in and uh, let everybody know um, who you are and what business you have. Sure, sure. Well, I grew grew up here in, in San Diego. We moved here when I was 10, back when it was fairly uh, country. We lived up by UCSD, and, and anything east of Interstate 5 was not there. Just just the uh, what used to be the Naval Air Station, that was the only thing out there. So we used wow. to ride motorcycles out there and had a great old time, you know, being a kid growing wow. up uh, in that area. And uh, and then I went off to school and I actually got a, a business degree and wore a coat and tie for a few years, but I was headed off to uh, go to graduate school. I'd been accepted to seminary, and, and, uh, but they wanted me to stick around and, and uh, do an internship for a year. And so to support myself during that low-paying internship, I, I started painting houses. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the internship, I decided nuts to seminary. I'm, I'm, I'm going to paint houses for a, you know, for a living. And, and just loved it. I, 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 you know, I, I had academic training and I enjoyed that, but I also enjoyed, enjoyed working with my hands and my head. So we started the painting business and that was uh, 40 years ago. Wow. This is the 40th year (laughs) of Peak Brothers. When you were uh, first starting in the painting, John, was there a sense of uh, accomplishment when you finished up a house and you're oh, gosh, yes. talk, talking to the customer, hey, I'm all done, what do you think? And right, right. You know, I love making things look nice. I always, I was always the guy that was polishing, you know, going around to, to friends' houses and say, can I, can I, you know, the parents, I'd, can I, can I polish the car? Yeah. And they get, yeah, 10 bucks, we'll give you 10 bucks. Oh, awesome. So I, I should have seen much earlier on that, that painting would be a wonderful thing because, boy, I'll tell you what, you start in the morning with something that doesn't look all that great, and it's such a, a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. You really see the results of your work. So, yes, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I've done a little bit of painting, and that's definitely one of the trades that you can – just absolutely see it, feel it, you know, yeah. get feedback immediately from the oh, homeowner yeah. or the customer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And framing, too. Framing's one of those things. And, and HVAC, I see guys that, that put together all those pipes up there, and they have to be all engineered properly to, to, so that the system works properly. And to have the skill set to do that right. is, uh, is pretty enjoyable. 
you know, to see yeah. that stuff go up. I really yeah. like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of AC, uh, just last week, we're in this person's office, and we remember talking two months earlier to the general on this and asking him, so all the um, AC pipes up there, it's balanced, right? So I'm not going to overheat the girl or freeze the girls out and yeah. they're yeah. wearing jackets in there because it's not balanced you know <laughs> yeah. so so there there is some people out there in the trades that you know are giving it a try learning as they go but yeah yeah, yeah. So, says something for uh, taking was, your craft seriously yeah i always enjoy i, I go my local starbucks i i always get the biggest kick i look up at the roof where they have all that beautiful piping exposed and yeah. all and 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 you see where the 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 duct hooks up to the compressor or the fan and it's a big pipe and then the further down you go on all these registers the pipe gets smaller and smaller and smaller and i sat there looking at that and i'm going ah that's because the pressure gets lower at the end of the line and so if you're in hvac you have to you learn those things so that that the result is you you've got a beautiful operating comfortable system yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely Little and, it nuances. Minim- and, and it minimizes having to come back and fix any issues that oh you know, exactly you might think yeah. that you might yeah. have to come after and, and like you said the balance has to be there for for all these tradespeople too yeah. now, i can imagine that's the same thing for you in the uh um you know your fine home painting business oh yeah you know, you know it, it's you'd think it's just painting yeah you know people yeah. think oh there's not i i'm telling you i and i'm not exaggerating i learn something new every single day yeah and as a matter of fact last week i was i was down in texas at a best practices group these are people from across the united states painting contractors and foremen uh who are lifelong learners mm-hmm. I was one of the founding members of that group because we realized we we need to provide ourselves with opportunities to learn. So we created this thing called the Residential Contractors Forum. And uh, that particular activity down there we call Advanced Shop Talk. All right. And, oh, my gosh. I like that. Oh, I, I... Paint technology keeps changing right. and getting better and better and better, you know. And if you're looking for a glassy, smooth finish on something, every time they reformulate that paint, you've got to learn what it is to, you know, to get that finish for the client or get it to adhere properly. I have a client right now that has some PVC plastic windows, and yeah. they want to change the color on them. Yeah. And I'm going, woof, this is like, you know, I paint houses, you know, but I've got to learn here how to paint plastic. Yeah. And plastics, I was talking to the manufacturer, I go, all plastics are different. Some, they have, they use different plasticizers depending on the longevity, the quality of the windows, you know, and the exposure to the sun. Those plasticizers affect which primer is going to work properly on those windows. So Interesting. I have to research that out and figure it out so that I can give my client the very best finish. And then how are we going to, which uh, final top coat are we going to mm-hmm. use? Which equipment are we going to use? Gosh, there's there's brushing and rolling. There's spraying with a, a airless, mm-hmm. which is a, a, 
just forcing the paint through a very small orifice, which will uh, break the paint up and yeah. give you a nice finish. Or there's uh, the old conventional sprayers. You see people painting cars with those, and we mm-hmm. still use those as well. And you have to take all the available technology and all the available uh, coatings and systems and decide how am I going to get the very best Mm-hmm. product for my client yeah and not only that but pass that knowledge on to your employees yeah how many employees do you have currently right now at present we have 12 12 yeah. oh that's great that's 12 field and we get together uh every other week and we talk about leadership you know that's that's a, a real core thing that we mm-hmm. we push at peak brothers is uh is we call it being above the line or below the line if you're above the line you're at the oar Right. You're, you're taking ownership, you're being accountable, and you're taking responsibility. If you're if you're operating below the line, you're in bed, and that means you're blaming, excusing, and denying. Okay, so <laughs> I like those. I like those. And is that coming from the uh, John Maxwell book right there? No, not that one. That's this is one. I don't know. It it came through a friend of mine, and you know that I've been a best practices group. He shared it with me, and we Great. actually have it up as a big sign on the wall. Nice. And I use it at home too. Yeah. You know, with my boys are all grown now, but I still have it up there to remind them and to me. Yeah. You know. Oh, am I acting above the line or am I below the line? I like that. You know? I'm about to find out who that came from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you mentioned uh, the Maxwell book. We're, yeah. um, right now, we're going through uh, every, every week I meet either with the foreman uh, and then on alternating week with my field mm-hmm. team. Uh, and we're going through John Maxwell's five levels of leadership. Right. And uh, it's to it's to teach everyone how to be a good leader, whether it's in the field mm-hmm. as as a uh, underneath a foreman or as the foreman themselves. And then when they go home, they're the leader in their home. Right. So it, it has application through their their whole life, and so I feel it's 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 just really valuable, so that everybody everybody at the team is is living above the line both at at home and at work mm-hmm. um and then and then we act as a more cohesive team which Excellent. is it's it's fun to work on a cohesive team right. where everyone's absolutely. got each other's backs absolutely yeah that's also playing into um keeping your employees engaged yeah. and fulfilled mm-hmm. i mean yes. you can only pay them so much yeah but if you give them other skills, uh, sense of accomplishments, the purpose, yeah, all that uh, education plays into that. It's a oh, huge yeah. part of. Yeah. And that the the nice thing about um, the it, being a, a having an attitude of continually learning is that you increase your value to the company, so that you're going to make more money because mm-hmm. any boss worth their salt is going to want to keep someone who's a lifelong learner and who's learning skills and being getting more efficient and taking uh, taking more responsibility on themselves uh and it, then they either move up in the company and create more opportunity for themselves there or at some point they could break away and start their own contracting business mm-hmm. which Gosh, in my 40 years, uh, there's probably 15 guys that are now local contractors that 
you know, I say, call me anytime. I'll give you, you know, any advice you need. Great. Uh, you know, some of them have stayed small. And uh, one in particular is way bigger than me. All right. And, and successful. And we're even in the same complex. <laughs> and, uh, but he's, he's got some other businesses. He's, he does uh, uh, sandblasting, but he's expanded his business and is, does, does very, very well. That's exciting. That shows a testament to you know, what type of effect that you have on your employees, too. Yeah. And yeah. Um, are, are you currently hiring? And if so, oh, yeah. if so like what's, what's the experience for a new hire um, if they're going to come into Peak You Brothers? know what? Uh, we, because we have a good training program, Oh, great. People come in uh, who have no background at all. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, I would say the attributes, that something someone needs to have is they really enjoy making things look nice. And they're detail-oriented with a desire to work with their hands, mm -hmm. you know, work with their body, and work with their, their mind as well. It's... Uh, uh, and then we train people up. We even supply the tools. You know, we, we, you know, all the everything you're gonna need uh, to get started. We, t you know, we start you off with a, a safety training program because safety is just critical in the business. Uh, and then ladder training: how to set up a ladder, go up and down the ladder, uh, how to work with your hand tools, what each hand tool is for. Mm -hmm. um, we have videos, and, and uh, I've got a checklist of trainings. Nice. And so fairly quickly, well, in the painting business, too, one of the biggies is uh, dust protection. Okay. You know, as we are, or in spatter protection, just learning how to prepare a, 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 an area for painting. And so our, our uh, you know, people who start with us are, you know, have a brush and a roller in their hands fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. But even before that, they learn the how the stages of a paint job, how you set everything up so that it goes smoothly. And, uh, and then after that, it's learning how to prepare uh, surfaces for enameling. Yeah. There's so many ways to make mistakes and not get a beautiful finish. But we teach all those things so that you know what to look for. And before long, You'll know how to do, say, this thing over here, and you'll know how to do this thing over there, and you and you come up to something new that's not either. Right. But you have enough brain going on and experience where you go, ah, I can see how to creatively do this. So, so you become uh, more than a technician; you become an artist, where you're able to. The word is interpolate, mm -hmm. where you I know this and I know this. How do I bring those together to do something completely new and different? Exactly like you were saying that, you know, you're learning something new every day. And, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, not every job is going to be the same. No. Yeah. It never is, you know. And the other thing we, we train is uh, customer service. Oh, that's great. That's a critical part in, well, if, if you're doing, we, we do a lot of residential work, residential repaint. Or, and, or we're working on existing historical buildings where people are coming and going. So... Um, you know, human relationship management is is critical for what we do too. Mm -hmm. So, well, when we do foreman training, uh, where you're going to be leading a team of people, it's not only to make sure it's a quality experience from start to finish for the client, but it's also a quality experience from start to finish for the team that's doing the work. 
Absolutely. That ties back into your leadership training, too. Exactly. Leadership training gives you the confidence yeah. to, to do your job properly. And when, when you're confident, you can you know, manage other team leaders yeah. effectively and, and communicate with the customer effectively, yes. too, when you yeah. have leadership capabilities. You know, when you're, when you're dealing with clients, you say, oh, my daughter's sick today. We can't go into that bedroom. So one of the things that we do, the, the foreman brings all the team together. First thing in the morning, we have what's called a huddle. And in that huddle, just like on a football team, you're deciding based upon what's happening on the field, here's what we're going to do to reach our goal. So, you know, Tom, I want you to go in and mask and prepare that, that bedroom back there. Tom, if you'll go in and and uh, and patch the ceilings mm-hmm. and take care of that and and Wendy, um, I'd like you to if you could get the airless ready to go. Airless is a type of equipment we use, okay. and uh, and then the team knows. Okay, and then by the end of the day, I want to have both these rooms completed. Is everybody on board with that? And then you get feedback from the team because they'll see things that the foreman maybe hasn't seen. And they'll say, you know, this drywall mud's taking a while to dry. Maybe we ought to be using something a little different. So that type of feedback back and forth. And everybody has buy-in. Everybody has a sense of ownership of what the whole team is doing. And then they'll do their part to reach that goal. So that's that's something I really strive to do. And that training kind of ties into, you know, kind of separates anybody's ego. Because, you know, at that, everybody has a voice. You're able to speak. You're going to receive that feedback. Yeah, yeah. And as a new employee, I think that would be, you know, that's empowering. Yeah. You know, if you're coming in new, whether, like you said, no experience at all or yeah. with some experience to have that team environment of where you can come in and, yeah. um, you know, speak your mind, let everybody know, hey, I think we should be doing it this yeah. way. Yeah. And, you know, whether you get denied or whether it's yeah. something, a good idea. Yeah. You, you know that it's going to be taken in with some, you know, actual thought and, yeah. Yeah. and hopefully, you know, help the job get done quicker, better. And then ultimately you get a, you know, a good little review or nice little feedback from the customer too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In, in your huddles, John, do you cover uh, safety? So I know you do some multifamily, get some serious ladder yeah. action going. Oh, yeah. We, we, we cover uh, uh, character, craftsmanship customer service and safety that th- we call it the three c's mm-hmm. with the s on the end being safety mm-hmm. so we'll talk about uh, uh you know uh, how things sometimes you you know things will get a real short little talk but 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 when you're talking about character uh is saying okay guys remember if we break anything on the job site make sure to tell the foreman right away if the foreman's not available tell the owner right away mm-hmm. we broke a sprinkler head you know, I you can say I broke a sprinkler head, but if you're uncomfortable with that, you say we. You know, so one day one of the guys said Peak Brothers broke a sprinkler head today. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed at it. So, so that that's uh, that's the character side, um, mm-hmm. and, and that overlaps to customer service, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and then uh, technical. Absolutely, yeah. I hate to be blindsided. You get a call from the homeowner. You guys oh. broke her, you know. Fancy pot on the front porch, yeah. you know, and no one said anything. Nobody say anything. God, if yeah. it was known about it ahead of time, we, yeah, you know, if it was yeah. something we could buy at the store, it'd be there. And it's like okay, we broke it, but here's a brand yeah. new one. You yeah, know? and that's and that's incumbent upon me, the boss, mm-hmm. to make sure that people are okay with making mistakes right. and being open and honest about, it so we can all learn from it and not get you know not get a fist 
shoved down their throat for uh, you know having an accident or making a mistake. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's the way I am, and that's yeah. why. Or like in the old days, well, that's coming out of your check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there used yeah. to be a lot of people who had that fear. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, I, my business is not like that. I, I like I like P, I love to see my team flourish mm-hmm. and grow and get an opportunity to like one of my foremen been with me for twenty years. He bought a house in Claremont, you know, and uh, several over the years of of my team have have bought homes in San Diego, and that's exciting to me because then they're able to raise their family and be a strong part of the community and. Mm-hmm. And enjoy working with their hands. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, it's a testament to the, how you've run and built this business, John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. Got another question for you. We yeah. uh, talked earlier about outsourcing of the careers. I thought that was a really insightful uh, comment that you were making. Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by that? Outsourcing. I'm not sure I remember what we were talking about. <laughs> so. Home improvement, we use our hands, you know. To, oh, to, yes, yes, yes. You know, yes. We're, 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 there's no robots that are going to come out here right. and, yeah. and strip the roof right. and re-roof it, you know. Right. I don't think there's too many robots that can go out there and uh, fix the plumbing under the sink or yeah. on and on. But other careers that we've you know, grown up to, uh, oh, yeah. to aspire to, or at least the uh, school system. Oh, yeah, go system. to college. Go to college and yeah. become, become an accountant yes. or become – you know, an engineer or a doctor. And those are all needed. The trouble with those are that most of them can be, uh, you know, taken offshore and done remotely. Mm -hmm. Like the CPA work, bookkeeping, things like that are all being done out of India. Uh, CPAs have been forced locally, you know, if if they're going to have a local business to to really up their game and and do more than just bookkeeping and Mm -hmm. tax preparation. Um, the other, the other thing, uh, so many, and even doctors, doctors are getting, uh, pushed aside for video. Uh, so, you know, they, you could have someone in a lower paid in another country that can, can do that. And that could also be outsourced to, uh, uh, uh inte- you know, what do they call it? Artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And the engineering is like that too. But the one thing you cannot outsource, and this is what I tell young f- folks that, mm-hmm. that want to get into something, they can't outsource the, tra- out, outsource the trades. You, you, can't, you can't hire someone in another country to come in and paint this room. No. You can't, uh, you know, prepare and paint the outside of a home. You can't, you can't uh, install a solar system remotely. These are all places where we need people with with good minds strong hands you know that they can work with their mind and their body mm-hmm. and it cannot be outsourced now, the, the technology for the home improvement in some areas is hasn't done too much and in other areas um, like modular homes mm-hmm. you know those you can build a home with modular capabilities um, very quickly now yeah but who does the final install? Yeah. And Somebody who can maintain them? Yeah. And then what happens when there's a problem with it? Yeah. You, know, you, you got to have hands on. So And, and uh, you know, one thing I really like about uh, uh, the trades is that you can, you can focus in a community where you live. You can get involved in the community. 
with you know where your kids are going to school you can you know for me i was able to coach soccer and baseball uh growing up until the kids really needed a dad who knew what he was doing and then turned them over to someone like that but when they were young i was i always coached my my four boys and uh was able to be actively involved in my church and Mm -hmm. and uh uh you know go to the local ymca and it's just cool to to be a part of your town you know and and absolutely uh, yeah. yeah some of us um i'd say in our later years look for this small town atmosphere yeah but the trades have been able to give a lot of people that in their community exactly you know because you're hands-on working with um your community you're not driving 45 minutes an hour to get across town to walk into a corporate job exactly so yeah where they could just as easily dump you you know that's the problem with you know corporate jobs Mm -hmm. you know can be good and, and well paid but oh my gosh they move you all over the country, and, and I like to stay put. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the same house we bought 35 years ago and, and in Claremont, and, you know, they'll take me out in a bag. You know, I'm just, <laughs> that's just, I'm, you know, we're happy. We, I planted the trees that are out front. I know all my neighbors. Uh, they call me all the time and ask me, hey, I need an electrician, or, oh, I need a plumber, or, I, you know, who, who could put a roof on for me, or, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's just so nice to be a trusted source <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yeah. And, uh, and you absolutely see that, like you said, the trades. It's just something that people need on a regular, and you can't call someone overseas and say, hey, I need you to be my electrician. Right, I need right. you to be my painter. Yeah. Said, no, you're going to go to your next door, John, right here yeah, and yeah, tell yeah. him, hey, John. It's ba- the trades, you know, a lot, it's based on trust, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and uh, people trust me. And That's so uh, it's just, it's a great, it's a, it's a great career mm-hmm. for the long term. Absolutely. It's just a wonderful. I'm so glad I I got into this. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to our time, John. I want to get a final question with you. Um, got any recommendations for a young adult on? This is a tough one. How do they find what's a good uh, trades path for them? How How do you know if you want to be a painter or a plumber or a welder? Right. Right. I would say get yourself into a training program, either. You know, if you, if you think you might be interested in painting, you know, call call me at Peak Brothers, and uh, and if it, it talk with people around you, you know, if you know a local plumber, you know, mm-hmm. you'd say, God, you know, that looks really interesting. I like to I like to solder stuff together, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and if and if you're interested in electronics, electricity, then then uh, there's training programs available in that, and they. Heating, venting, ventilating, and air conditioning, mm-hmm. and you know I've, I've got a friend who's a roofer, and he does really, really well at it. If if you're interested, if any of those things kind of give you an inkling of, oh, I'd like to try that, right. do it. Just go out and do it. There's no right trade. It's it's what is going to float your boat. And if you're a young person, just go out and try. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be the you end up as a finished carpenter, and then, and then from that you become a cabinet or a door maker, you know, cust- doing custom work in that area. Uh, it could be you just love to bang out framing, and that's a lot of fun because you really see 
you know, the house built. But by, by the time all the framing's up, that's yeah. only about 10% of the, uh, everything that goes into a house. But it's fun. Just try. Just yeah. try anything. Yeah, I, I think uh, get the same thing from a lot of uh, seasoned business owners that mm -hmm. if you're a young adult and you just want to experience, get to know what that trade's about, reach out to a business owner. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. if they see a genuine interest in you, they're going to give you a shot. They're going to yeah. find a way to expose you to it, spend some time with you, yeah. you know, send you out with a foreman as a ride along or something. Yep. Yeah, yep. especially yep. right now and during this time, you know, this is this is what the tradespodcast.com is what we're, you know, we're really trying to promote sure. to that to that uh, to those younger generations or anybody that might be in that already in the trades looking to, like you said, if they're not really, yeah. you know, fond of what they're doing at this time. Yeah, you can always go to another trades with that skill that you already oh, yeah. built up and kind of move it somewhere else. And the more experience you get in the different trades, the more then, then you know, there's so many different tracks you can go on, you can become a foreman overseeing a crew of people. You mm -hmm. can become a superintendent that's overseeing many jobs. Uh, in that, you can you can also become an estimator, mm -hmm. uh, where you're going out and looking at projects, uh, and and then doing the estimating and and selling the project, filling the pipeline. You may decide, oh no, I'm more in the production management side of things. You might end up in the office scheduling, doing mm -hmm. other things like that. There's so many ways. Uh, and things to do in the trades that keep you in the local market. Yeah, that's and, awesome. That's and, awesome. And running your own business as a uh, goal for some people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so. awesome. So, I mean, uh, I really want to give thanks to uh, North San Diego Business Chamber for letting us come in here and record with our wonderful guest here today. And I want to big as a very big special thank you to uh, to John Peak with Peak Brothers Painting Contractors. And um, John, thank you so much. You bet. Some uh, really, some really, some really good info. Some really good uh, tips on leadership, on what you provide at your business. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to take home those uh, three C's. There you go. Yeah. Character, craftsmanship, customer service, and safety. Awesome, awesome. Go ahead. Uh, let everybody know where we can contact you if they're uh, looking to reach I'd, out to John. Uh, I'd Peak love Brothers. to hear from you. You can go to our website www peakbrotherspainting.com that's p as in peter e-e-k or if you'd like just to email me directly it's john at peakbrotherspainting.com awesome. awesome thank you for coming in john appreciate you it bet. thank you